Are you quite done? Oh, no. Oh. Right, here we go. Matthew and Aaron's very own podcast, The Difficult Second Album. Are you ready to do this? Come on, let's go. Yeah, oh, hang on. Is that a new TV you got there? Uh, yeah. That's quite impressive. Sorry, isn't it? A bit, bit of a story behind it. Oh, go on then, hit me. And the story? All oh, right. Um, well, um, my grand's, uh, my grand's cousin, you know, she, she's a bit, she's a bit of a hermit. <laughs> right, okay. Runs in the family. Oh, I need you. <laughs> and, uh, anyways, uh, you know, we were, we were around the other day and, uh, She's she's old and you know, she's she's dying. Oh right, okay. On her way out. Yeah. Um and uh we went in and uh we sort the place out, you know, nice big and uh, oh I came across this T V. Uh-huh, yeah. You know, full ten eighty P, you know, H H D ready I am ready for H D <laughs> Right. So uh yeah, so you effectively prized it from her dying hands. Oh she wasn't dead. <laughs> Come on, welcomes and introductions. One take. You know, they don't call me one shot Aaron because I premature ejaculate. Because you kiss that kid, isn't it? Welcome, beautiful listeners, to the second episode of Matthew and Aaron's very own podcast. Back due to our surprise popularity. Oh, I was impressed with that, Aaron. Yeah, seven subscribers and four downloads in the first ten minutes of uploading. And not one girl from between all of them. <laughs> Are we alone in the universe? I know I am. That's today's main topic. Extraterrestrial life, a.k.a. Aliens. We will be talking about the discoveries of scientists into alien behaviour, and we'll be reading an account of a woman who claims to have been abducted. <laughs> Don't laugh. Don't laugh. We will also have a movie review for Skyline in cinemas now. Fucking shit. But don't book your tickets yet until you've heard our condemning review. Because it's fucking shit. <laughs> the game review is of Ubisoft's. Is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? I just called it Ubisoft as a kid. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Still is. Still is. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Ooh, You'll be reviewing that, won't you, Matthew? It's very, very good. You should stick around for that. Yeah. And a special thanks to all the people at Podcast Machine who host this podcast, and to iTunes who actually uploaded it. All that flattery worked. Right? Right, let's, let's do this, mother. <laughs> Ew. Extraterrestrial life. Here we go. <clears throat> Part one. Now, in researching this topic, Matthew, I believe I've stumbled across a website slightly more amusing than the human marvels. No, I don't, I, I don't believe you. It is difficult I've, I've to believe. I've been on it all week. <laughs> um, okay, it claims to be the world's only reliable source of information, and it's called weeklyworldnews.com. Right. So just bear that uh, reliability claim in mind as we read the first article from it by Dr. Bellingham. <laughs> and he wrote an article on aliens. <laughs> yes. His peers must have called him Dr. Bellingham and ran his back. <laughs> They're hard too. Write about what you know. That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> the Male Penis by Dr. Bellingham. Okay, Dr. Bellingham at the helmet. <laughs> and all its intricacies. A report by Dr. Bellingham. Okay, he's written a report on... Dying aliens. alone by Dr. Bellingham. <laughs> Okay, aliens apparently hate dogs, love spicy food, and can change sex at will, according to this report. Okay, so it goes into detail about all these. So aliens hate dogs. In the centuries spacemen have visited this planet, there have been hundreds of cases in which unfriendly canines have attacked and mauled helpless aliens, <laughs> badly injuring them. Okay. Right. To ward off dogs, most aliens, 
Most. <laughs> it's got to be clove of garlic. It has to be. Carry a special chemical spray that they use. Just carry a gun. <laughs> or one of those big rubber stakes like they do in uh, Tom and Jerry. Like a fucking Scooby-Doo thing. What are these aliens, are these aliens dressed in like postman uniforms and they're going to... <laughs> okay. You're Ali- thinking of, uh, <laughs> of Nasher of Dennis and Menace here. <laughs> a little. Aliens can change sex at will. Who's Will? Cheap shit. <laughs> aliens enjoy the variety of experience provided by switching from male to female genitalia. And they feel sorry for humans who are stuck with just one sex all their life. Who's doing these experiments? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's just quite a cut-dry swap from male to female? Or can they vary, you know, what? size, colour? Like a hermaphrodite. <laughs> Have both. Yeah. Oh. oh, dear. That'll be some good porn. <laughs> An alien with both genitalia and a pinhead. <laughs> Pinheads into it. Just have a dog come in, chase the alien for a little bit. Like a Benny Hill sketch. Yeah. <laughs> right, get on with it. Aliens have absolutely no emotions. All decisions alien makes are make make makes make make. All all the decisions all the, the aliens make. All, yeah, all decisions aliens make are based on factual information, and they have trouble understanding other ways of behaving. Right. Aliens suffer extraordinarily from sunburn. To protect themselves from Earth's bright sun, they wear special grey metallic suits. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> no, it's true. You're not seeing the ad campaigns for uh, suntan cream. Factor 50 with the alien. The alien who's looking out the window. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the, the park opposite him. And all his alien mates are playing with the ball. And, and then he puts on the Factor 50 and walks outside. And, you know something? Aliens, the new face of Amber Solaire. <laughs> Tell you what, it's a better face than uh, Kira Knightley's. Oh, no, no, that was a cheap shot. <laughs> she can change sex at will. Oh, <laughs> no. It's like that back. She I looks like, like her. a fucking man. Alien- <laughs> Aliens love spicy food and strong-tasting drinks. Their taste buds are so insensitive that with their eyes closed... They can tell the difference. They can't tell the difference between mashed potato or peanut butter. <laughs> no, this isn't true. <laughs> Who's doing these tests? Have you not? Have you not seen the aliens and the, the local Indian? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine their bowels if they're constantly eating spicy oh, food. Oh god. <laughs> no, toilet humor, Aaron. <laughs> oh, when they're not at the takeaway, they're in the toilet pebble dashing. Twenty-four-seven <laughs> deli belly. Earthly dampness gives aliens arthritis, cold, or skin rashes. For this reason, aliens tend to live aboard spaceships whenever possible and earn hazardous duty pay. I think we should get that for doing this. When it, when, <laughs> whenever they assign missions to our planet. Hazardous duty pay. Yeah. That's getting Googled. <laughs> yeah. Bob Crespo. Uh, he, you, you know, when you read his comment, you'll think, why didn't he comment anonymously? All right. He's got his priorities sorted, right? Right. He commented on the article saying, Changing sex at will? Does that mean they can go screw themselves? <laughs> I think Mr. Cresbo can go fuck himself. <laughs> well, I feel that Dr. Bellingham has taught us quite a lot about alien behaviour. <laughs> Don't you think, Matthew? I'm going to be more wary when I'm on the train next time and the toilet door's marked locked. Right? <laughs> there's no, do you know the thing, right, when you're on a train, there's nothing more awkward than when the person comes out 
And you're just like... Of the revolving door. And you're like, I know what you did here. Because <laughs> they're not exactly soundproof. You can hear. <laughs> and they know you can hear from inside. There's uh, that awkward moment of... Oh, hi. It's kind of shared, shared experience. <laughs> it's a bonding that nothing else will quite cut. And it fucking stinks as well. Okay, coming up now is the factoid of the show where I try and teach Matthew something he doesn't know. And Matthew... I found a jingle. Ooh. Well, I thought that would never end. Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> that jingle. <laughs> I thought it was good. I liked it. Okay. Factoid of the show. Here we go. Let me just chuck this one by you. China has more English speakers than the United States. But more people with funny eyes. <laughs> No, it's just because the sun's brighter. They have to squint. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it was a couple of years ago, wasn't it, when uh, bird flu hit? They were all walking around with the funny uh, white masks across their face. And stuff. Oh, yeah, I've seen quite a few of them in London. Sort of ironic that Michael Jackson's look comes in just as he dies. <laughs> oh, too soon. <laughs> uh, too soon. Oh, Scrap my Heath Ledger joke. <laughs> <laughs> I feel at this point in the podcast that we should announce the email address for, you know, hate mail and such like. Go on, I'll let you do it. Okay, we have the world's neediest email server in the world. It's uh, Matthew and Aaron at writeme.com. That's only slightly better than the uh, Matthew and Aaron at rapeme.com <laughs> that we did debate over. We had a big debate. <laughs> I'm a master debater. Oh, I was just thinking about the same joke. <sighs> Wank. <laughs> it's possibly the greatest jingle of all time. Oscar nominated? No, it wasn't. It's got to be Emmy. No, it is. Ba- BAFTA? No. TV choice? No. <laughs> okay. Women's Digest. <laughs> uh, well, it, means, uh, <clears throat> it only means one thing. Oh yes. It's time for weird news. This year's winner of China's Got Talent. <laughs> Sorry, what? China's Got Talent. Yeah. It's got lots of small people and uh, <laughs> and a distinct smell of egg fried rice. <laughs> a lot of people who look like they've got liver disease. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. You know the story's going to be good because all of our good material is based around either disabled people or Chinese. Now, to be fair, we should, we should be a bit more uh, lenient. We do have to probably have listeners in China. I, I don't think podcast. we do anymore. Uh, no, probably not. So this year's winner of China's Got Talent has been announced as, I'm going to try and pronounce it, so bear in mind, Liu Wei. Okay. Mr. Jones! <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to your potatoes, Mr. Jones! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Continue. A piano player who did a spellbinding rendition of James Blunt's Yeah, beautiful! What What makes this piano player unique? Um, uh, he made his own piano. Ah, uh, no, no. What? Um, there's two of them. There's two of him. <laughs> no, no. He's trying to... Oh, no, we said that. No. He can change his genitals at will. <laughs> <laughs> and suffers from bad sunburn. On the plus hand, though, the local Indians made a fortune out of him. No, uh, Liu Wei has no arms and only uses his feet to play. Now, this is the bit where you really mustn't crack up because it might be a little disrespectful. 
Luzerne's were amputated. <laughs> go on, come on, be serious. After he suffered an electric shock while playing hide and seek at the age of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Where was he hiding? Yeah, what kind of hiding place that is? Wow, a fence to hold bulls in a pen. They'll never find me here. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, bloody hell. What was it like? A guillotine. Yeah, I'll just climb up this big pole and hang on to those wires over top. What a bell end. Uh, at the age of 18, he decided to pursue a career in music using. Br- brave. That's very brave. Oh, of him, he was ambitious. Using his. He, fist- was, he, was, arm- <laughs> he was ambitious. We <laughs> <laughs> nearly missed that one. Oh, we do. <laughs> yeah, he's twice the man than any other piano player. Let's <laughs> <That's laughs> again. <laughs> Stage, and so is the car's command. <laughs> oh dear. He's very handy <laughs> in music lessons. Okay. Uh, uh, decided to pursue a career in music using only his feet to play the piano, much as he uses them to navigate on a computer, to eat, to dress, and to brush his teeth. So very right. inspirational story, I'd say. I'm, I'm just thinking about him on a date. Yeah, feeding strawberries to his girlfriend with his feet. <laughs> Kicking her in the face. <laughs> Do you think he wears socks when he plays the piano or feeds things to people? Uh. <laughs> if he was gay, do you think he'd paint his footnails? His toenails? <laughs> How would he paint his toenails? <laughs> he'd have to, like, one dry. <laughs> Oh dear, this poor kid. He saves a fortune on deodorant. <laughs> He's probably still got armpits. He's probably got stubs. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. How's he gonna drive? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, it's the time of year that sees the European. <laughs> I got one, I got one. <laughs> what's, what's his golf handicap? <laughs> Disabled Chinese guy. <laughs> right, right, go. Okay. It's the time of year that sees the European Beard and Mustache Championship take place. Yeah, this I'm actually year, a finalist this year. This year being held in Austria. Yeah. We all know the greatest bearded man who came from Austria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's not. Freestyle and full natural are just some of the categories. <laughs> Freestyle. <laughs> Are just some of the categories you can submit your beard under to be judged, but the whiskey face-off is still the most popular attraction of the day, as 150 bearded men took part, but only one lady. (laughs) (laughs) Minor controversy as the Italian team tried to cheat, claiming that they invented the sport in 1970, and therefore need not recognise the new rules put in place this year. It's not really a sport, is it? One official commented, Men with beards and big moustaches look very manly, and this sort of squabbling is unbecoming of men with hair. You, you just have a picture of what he looks like in your head, don't you? Oh, God, yeah. Lederhosen. <laughs> <laughs> Socks and sandals. A swastika. <laughs> Which brings me on to my next story. <laughs> you don't think it does, do you? Okay. In 1940, Hitler promised the Third Reich would stand for a thousand years. Wrong! (laughs) A few years later, Germany was in ruins. Wax Hitler's rule was even shorter. (laughs) (laughs) And we're not talking about Hitler getting waxed, right? Brazilian Hitler? (laughs) No. uh, Landing strip Hitler. (laughs) 
What were you saying about Max Hitler? Okay, oh, this is the story. The German museum, which features a wax model of Hitler in his final days in the bunker contemplating suicide, was broken into, with a 41-year-old man pushing past two security guards to rip off Adolf Hitler's head from his body. <laughs> if only you'd done that in fucking... <laughs> yeah, Where was this man in 1939? <laughs> he was at the front row with his arm in the air like everyone else. No, not like uh, that... Young Wu, uh, he didn't have his arm in the air. <laughs> Liu Wei, that's the one. He didn't stand for it. <laughs> oh, more weird news next show. Now it's time for the word of the show. Matthew. Flange. Are we the only intelligent life form in the universe? Back onto extraterrestrials, the main topic for today's show. There is no shortage of account of those who believe that humans are far from alone in the universe, and in fact, that we have had visits from intergalactic neighbours very often. That's sort of a backwards <laughs> bit of a very low Yoda sentence going on there. <laughs> One such story revolves around young Tammy Stone, who claims that at the age of 24... She underwent an alien abduction experience in early March 1973 near Waco, Texas. <laughs> right, appropriate name. Her story begins after she had finished her late night shift as a waitress in a diner, situated approximately 30 miles outside of Waco. Cliché. <laughs> it was around 2am when she was driving back to her small apartment. On a lonely stretch of road, and after having driven no more than 15 minutes, Stone began to feel strange like she had been drugged or was in a dream. She adds, My ears hurt and everything I could hear, like the car's engine, all sounded muffled. More alarming, as if muffled sounds weren't frightening enough, well, there's more. was the fact that Stone began to feel distinctly light-headed and dizzy. This is this has got date rape written all over <laughs> us. <laughs> She's maybe just pregnant. <laughs> which quickly turned into a violent form of vertigo, accompanied by acute nausea. This is like most of your dates, man. <laughs> oh, come on. Despite feeling seriously ill, Stone finally made it back safely to her home. Bit of a non-event, is it? <laughs> However, there was a significant period of lost time. Three hours of her life were completely gone. Over a period of several subsequent nights, however, Stone experienced a series of vivid and disturbing dreams that appeared to fill in at least some of the missing pieces of the jigsaw. Dreams. She says, In the dream, I would always see these two small figures coming to my car, and my engine and lights were cut off. As the beings got closer, Stone could see that both of them were about five feet in height, possessed thin faces and cheeks. Pinheads! They were pinheads! <laughs> that's, that's what I was, okay, I going to make a low blow when it said five foot about Chinese people. No. But I let it go that <laughs> you had to drag up the pinheads. Okay. Uh, they were attired in light blue one-piece uniforms and tight-fitting caps. You know what the problem was, Lauren? Huh? She didn't have a dog. <laughs> awesome curry. <laughs> a takeaway menu she could have distracted them with. Stone could only sit in her car, for some unexplained reason, with a heady mixture of awe and fear as one of the figures opened the driver's side door. The two entities then dragged her out of her vehicle, and pretty strong buggers for people with thin faces who are barely five foot tall, and then proceeded to carry her by her ankles and wrists to the craft. 
So hang on a minute, suddenly there's a crow. She can fucking remember it was 2am and it was 15 minutes into her journey, but she doesn't mention when a bloody craft turns up. She'd, she'd definitely be on the weed, hadn't she? <coughs> Stone's next memory was one of being stripped of her clothing and laid out on a cold, hard table, with five or six similar pe- people or things standing around her. This gets pretty tense here. Alarmingly, Stone recalled that some sort of cold metallic device was placed into her anus <laughs> and removed after a few minutes. As this distressing activity was occurring, Stone says, A very small machine hovered over me like a big eye and made humming noises that made me feel very sick. Oh, she's, she's got a brain about the size of a fucking three-year-old. And made me very sick. <laughs> her next recollection was one of being dressed and then carried back to the car and placed in the passenger seat. See, these aliens have no notion of which seat you have to be in to drive. The bizarre encounter was over and the aliens were gone. How about that? Has that convinced you of uh, extraterrestrial life? Not really. Uh, let me fill you in on some of the comments people left on the article. They're all anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you'll soon see why. Okay. I've had dreams about aliens since I was eight years old. I haven't had one in about four years. Does that mean I've been abducted? (laughs) Someone else builds on what he says by saying, It's the weirdest thing. My mum told the strangest story to me, and it sounded like she was abducted. She refused to get hypnotised or to talk about it very much. It's dumb to think that it isn't possible or happen to people all the time, but it does freak the shit out of me anyways. (laughs) Ah, Once again, the internet's showing us that the world is full of weirdos, two of which are sitting in the room making a quality podcast. <laughs> oh, aliens. What do Bull you think? You're not a fan? No. Not even the uh, spicy food argument? Uh, <laughs> no, you, you thought it was going to swing me, didn't you? I did. I, I had my money on that. Either that or the anus pro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he's Tammy Stone. <gasps> Okay, let's roll on with the movie review. Okay, Matthew, let's talk a little bit about the cinema phenomenon that is Skyline. Right. Okay, just to give you an idea of the ballpark we're aiming for, IMDb gave it 4.8 out of 10. (laughs) Right. And Rotten Tomatoes gave it 3.5 out of 10. Right. I don't blame them at all. (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes are what I should have thrown at the screen. (laughs) Oh, dear. Jesus. Okay, let's start with the acting. Okay. Awful. Oh, it's alright. Um, it had uh, terracotta scrubs in, didn't it? Yeah. And did you watch the new scrubs in the night? No. That was diabolical. Oh, was he in that as well? well is he in scrubs? Because he's in scrubs. Well, no, because JD left, didn't he? He, he made the simple. Well, he's back now. Oh, Jesus. I'm crying back to scrubs. It is fucking <laughs> shit. I'm sorry. Right, I'm sorry I swear that, but... Uh, honestly... Don't be pu- don't be manipulated by the the trailer. The trailer will mind rape you. Alright, it does make it look pretty damn good. You will feel like Tommy Stones. <laughs> you won't know without three hours run. <laughs> but you will leave with a sore anus. <laughs> Guaranteed. No, it's horrible. Oh, the plot line. Oh well, yeah. I've seen, you know, pornos with better storylines than that. <laughs> and pinheads with better acting oh. ability. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's it. I think we should just wrap it up there because it was shit. Oh, honestly, the the end is just hilarious. I mean, I'm not going to worry about saying spoilers because you know, if you go see it, you're an idiot. 
when he beats that alien to death with a breeze block. Okay, the scriptwriter. What was he thinking? All right, he'd written all this complex plot about mind manipulation, about nukes. It'll be it'll be five thirty on a Friday, <laughs> right? And we've gone. Oh, we need to wrap this up. We yeah, know, we're get gonna, this script out. Come on. We're gonna pub. Production starts Monday. And we've gone. Fuck it. We'll just hit him with a breeze block. <laughs> Diabolical. Are you ready, Matthew? Is it the impromptu question? Oh, yes, it is. Oh, I'm raring to go. Let's do this. Is it rude for a deaf person to talk, as in sign language? So it's not talk, is it? It's, <laughs> it's like signals. <laughs> so the question is, is it rude for, for a deaf person to signal with their mouth full of food? <laughs> <laughs> Discuss. No, no, it isn't. Why not? No, they're still talking. Well, they're not, but... Well, some of them go... <laughs> but at the same time, they do the hands. It's all right, they're not listening. <laughs> oh, shit, no, it's... <laughs> oh, no, they can't listen to this. Whew. It's a good job we don't do a sign podcast. <laughs> Just a sign there. How will we do jingles? Just quick sessions. <laughs> Just clap your hands. <laughs> um... I don't know, I've never really thought about that. That's quite a good it one. Is a, it's, yeah, it stumped you, isn't it? Is it rude for deaf people to sign with their mouth full of food? Do you think it is? I'd say it's rude to have deaf people at the table. <laughs> 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 they should be on the floor with the dogs. <laughs> and the aliens. They're running away from the dogs. Uh, no, but uh, in all seriousness, I'm. it's difficult, isn't it? It is difficult. Uh, Birth the please, please. <laughs> Just when I thought you couldn't get more offensive, or we couldn't offend more people on this podcast, bloody hell. We should make, maybe make a little bit of a list. We should make a clean version, I think. <laughs> Matthew and Aaron at writeme.com for the usual hate mail. Or suggestions of more disabilities or races we can make fun of for episode three. Thank you. <laughs> Boobysoft's Assassin's Creed 3 Brotherhood. Matthew, your game review, fire away, please. Ooh, well, it's sleek, it's sexy, it's cool. It's covered in cream. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it's, it's everything I'm not, really. <laughs> no, it's really good. I enjoyed it. I, uh, I got it a day early. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. I think that was a, sh- a shopping error <laughs> rather than me being special. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm about 20% through. It's, a, it's very, very long. Is it? Yes. Um, and uh, they've introduced an online mode now. Uh, multiplayer? Uh, yeah. It's, uh, How does that work? Everyone gets an assassin. There's maybe about six or seven of you in a game. And uh, everyone has another person on the in the game yeah. to assassinate. Oh, right. So it's kind of like a cat and mouse thing. Oh, yeah. It's very, very good. Does it work well? Is there a lot of people online? There, um, not, you know, not like your Call of Duties and your Battlefields and your Medal of Honours. Dance Dance Revolution, yeah, of course. What? Da- uh, Dance Dance Revolution, yeah. <laughs> We were talking about a lot of people being online. Yeah. Okay, we need to get to level six <laughs> tonight, by the way. I'll lead. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very, very cool. I'll, I'll give it about an eight and a half out of ten. An eight and a half out of ten? Yeah. So, not quite as good as Black Ops, but still up there. Uh, Campaign-wise, it's it's classic Assassins. Uh, and the graphics, are they still because they they just well, they rush it, didn't they? It came out a year to the day, to the day. of uh, Assassin's Creed Two. Can you can you tell that's fasty kind of? No, no, I think it's very good. I still think it's pretty good. 
Okay. Short and sweet. Like the Chinese. And now as the show draws to a close, it's time to return to today's main topic, Extraterrestrials Part 3. And back to weeklyworldnews.com, the world's only reliable news site. It's not though, is it? Trawling through the articles on alien abduction, I came across a Bosnian man. <laughs> you came across a Bosnian man? <laughs> Once I mopped up the screen, <laughs> I found an article on Radivoko. Uh, Radi Radivok Logic. Yes. Uh, yeah. Made up name. He's not real. Aged 50. He first came into international attention in 2008, shortly after the fifth meteorite crashed into the roof of his house in the northern village of Jorni Lasivi. What, so he'd had five? Oh, yeah. It's a bit of luck, isn't it? And now another rock has hit the roof of his house, making it six strikes since the plague of meteorites began in 2007. Experts have no idea why Lajic is being targeted. Lajic has no explanation. No Lajic? <laughs> I think you made it work. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not going to do an accent. I don't know what I've done to annoy them, but they are out to get me. Who's they? Yeah, who are they? Lajic's neighbours say that he has also said that red bunny rabbits have been out to get him and that the character of the populous US drama Law and Order are sending him threatening messages. Yeah. Lajic, who usually wears a tin foil on his head, <laughs> has reinforced the roof of his house to protect it from alien bombardment. Inbred. That's the explanation. He funded construction by selling one of the meteorites to the university to a university in the Netherlands. Because they'll take anything. <laughs> <laughs> this caused quite a stir in Holland. Who's the imbecile who spent all that money on a rock? Said Professor Greg Dernman of the University of Lindbergh. <laughs> I guess that's not the official statement. They are playing games with me. I don't know why they're doing this. Oh, you're doing the accent. I can't sleep because I know they will throw another meteorite at me. Logic said. It's all their fault. <laughs> This is when it gets a little bit weird. Weekly World News has been communicating with the aliens through Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the aliens tell a different story. He started it. Some of our aliens were in Belgrade when he when wanted to see the Nikolai Tesla Museum when this nutcase started throwing rocks at them. It's his fault. Lajic said that he never throws rocks unless he drinks non-fat milk. <laughs> <laughs> that milk makes me want to throw things, but I would never throw a rock at an alien. I'm not a moron. <laughs> Aliens, however, have confirmed that Lajic is, in fact, a moron. The guy has an IQ of 57, so until he stops throwing rocks at our people in Bosnia, we will keep chucking meteorites at his house. Lajic says that the meteorite strikes only happen when it's raining. Some of our Bosnian aliens thought that the rain would scare Lajic more, said an alien through Mel Gibson. But the guy still doesn't get it, <laughs> so we're going to have to throw meteorites in all kinds of weather. Surprisingly, the meteorites haven't been all bad for Lajic. They've brought happiness to my family as we've met different people from all around the world, he said. And I have had so many visitors that I plan to make a small museum in my back garden. Uh, innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as Legic finishes his museum in the garden, the aliens plan on hurling their biggest meteorite at him yet. I think this guy has rocks in his head, said one Bosnian alien. <laughs> I, I don't know how they're communicating with the aliens. Though. Well, they're communicating through, through Mel Gibson. 
<laughs> what? He's got nothing better to do. His acting career's gone down the shit. I mean, he might as well talk to aliens. A drunk, anti-Semitic <laughs> Hollywood actor. Perfect. The perfect vessel, you may say. <laughs> and thus brings us to the end of the difficult second album of Matthew and Aaron's very own podcast. Slightly longer than the first one, so you got more for your money, even though it's free. Two minutes worth. <laughs> Two quality minutes. So, to conclude, Matthew. Yes. Do you believe in aliens? No, no, I do not. You don't. No. no. Come on, the evidence is undeniable. Tammy Stone, right? Three hours she missed. Got a big fat metallic cock up her ass. We all know she got raped, Aaron. <laughs> Let's not dabble in there in the air. And what about Lajik Nokafrot, who's now building a museum in his garden? Dr- Seven meteorite strikes, right? You heard the me- the aliens through Mel Gibson. He was a drunk... Why would he make that up? Why would he make that up? He had an IQ of 57. And Dr. Bellingham and his undeniable report. Aliens hate dogs. Aliens love spicy food. It's all very plausible. I think we should go our separate ways, Aaron. I can't even look at you right now. So do I. If we can't come to a referendum about alien life form, whether they exist, how are we supposed to ever come to any sort of logical conclusion about, say, string theory? Don't even get me started on string theory, Aaron. You know how I feel about it. I think you should leave. I think you should leave. No, you need to leave You're now. You're being very shallow and pedantic. I think you should just go. I think you should leave right now. Fuck you, Aaron. Get out. What? You've been, you been serious? Oh, yeah. This is it. This is the end. You know, 24 episodes planned, but no, let's cut it at two. Fuck you, Brown. I'm Aaron. And I'm Matthew. And we'd like to thank podcastmachine.com and iTunes for hosting this podcast. I'd also like to thank all you lovely listeners. You know? Yeah. Your subscriptions and downloads make uh, the difference. They really mean a lot to us. Yeah, they make my day. I I don't have a lot going on. (laughs) So I just sit, you know, tapping F5. Yeah. So spread the word, guys. Tell your friends. Spread the word with no aids. (laughs) New episode every Sunday. And as a special treat, here are some bloopers. I think we should just go our separate ways, Aaron. I can't even look at you right now. Yeah, so do I. If we can't come up with a referendum for alien life forms, how are we supposed to ever come up with a logic? <laughs> <laughs> Damn! I'm Aaron. And I'm Matthew. And we'd like to... I'd drop my cat. <laughs> it's time for the word of the... Sh- what are you doing? Because I'm the captain of the fish. You never heard that <laughs> No. Man. Oh, go on, do it again. It's more than brown and tastier Cos I'm the captain of the fish finger That's a, that's a brilliant song <gasps> Oh, fucking hell <laughs>